Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Back to All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now, as he does each and every Wednesday, is Brad Spielberger of PFF. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. So here's a random thought that I have for you. A bit of a data science question, but definitely more of a PFF question. So when we're talking about, say, power ranking the best teams in the NFL and power ranking the best offenses, I wonder if the exercise is as simple as grading the left tackles because when I look at uh you guys's grades I look at Trent Williams at the top of this list I see Tyron Smith up there as well certainly Dak Prescott is not the same quarterback when he doesn't have Tyron Smith taking care of him but I wonder in terms of figuring out which playoff teams can be the scariest I see Jordan Mailata here as well uh in the top say three or four in terms of left tackles is it just that simple it would be beautiful if it was, right? Our jobs would be a whole lot easier if that's all it took. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting thought because obviously then you you think to uh, Miami has Tron Armstead in and out of the lineup. When he plays, it's great. When he doesn't, it, it complicates matters. Uh, Baltimore, the same thing with Ronnie Stanley in and out of the lineup. They're, they're kind of swapping him with Patrick McCarry. So, look, the protection does matter, I think, even more come playoff time where if you are down, you're going to want to hold the ball longer uh, and see if you can connect on some more downfield passing been a big problem in Kansas City is their poor tackle play on both sides of the line not just left tackle we talk a lot about the drops and the you know the 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 lack of depth of target for their their offense but it's as much in my opinion about their poor tackle play as it is the fact they don't have receivers that can win at the intermediate and deep parts of the field so long answer short uh it certainly does matter a whole lot there are some phenomenal pass rushers that are going to be in the playoffs on both sides of the aisle And, and yeah it's either having great protection or which coaches can scheme around it and can coach around that deficiency, which has been your McDaniels, your Shanahan's, your McVeigh's. Um, but yeah, that pass protection is going to be paramount uh, in a month or so. Well, I guess that leads me into the MVP question with Trent Williams injured. We saw not the best performance from Brock Purdy, a few interceptions, and it wasn't even halftime yet. And so then we see things really shift and change in the MVP market, which has already been a very interesting market all season long. If you had to place a bet today, where would you go? So you probably are hopefully got a Lamar ticket last week and we kind of talked about, hey, just bet on the, the primetime game, a head-to-head matchup, uh, the other quarterback in that game. It was plus 650, I think, when we spoke. And it's, yeah, if you're going to bet it, maybe him, maybe sprinkle on a Josh Allen. If I'm going to bet today, I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm betting Tua Tagovailoa at 10-1 to 1 and hoping that he has – you know, a three touchdown outing against Baltimore and maybe Lamar Jackson struggles against Vic Fangio's Dolphins defense that has played a whole lot better the last couple of weeks. 
um, and then you see the market flip in the same manner it just did. I think that's kind of the only way to play it right now. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think it's it's been more open ended. You know, I feel like by now in the NFL calendar, we usually have a pretty darn good idea of who it's going to be. I, it doesn't seem that way right now. Yeah, I think uh, Robbie Greer, our friend on Twitter, uh, referred to it as a game of hot potato in terms of who's going to win this MVP honor. It definitely feels that way. And guess what? Josh Allen plays the Dolphins in week 18. And if maybe some folks want to place a bet on it or at least start to think about that contest in terms of division, you know, standings and futures and things like that. Do you feel like that the Bills, in terms of the skill sets that they have for that game and going into the playoffs, do you feel like that they are more than capable of adjusting to teams that they have played before? Yeah, I do. I do. The the interesting thing right now with this recent Joe Brady offense, and I I don't know if I would say it's a good thing necessarily, but it's so, so different, is that they've been playing a, a very different style of football, running the ball way more often with James Cook between the tackles, um, you know, just taking the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. Stephon Diggs hasn't really done anything in like six weeks quietly. Gabe Davis <laughs> went four of six games with zero catches and then had one of his patented like, you know, zero, one catch, zero, zero, and then goes for 125 yards uh, as he's known to do. So they, they, they can win in different ways. And now with both tight ends healthy too, you're getting back to a lot more 12 personnel with Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox, a focal point of the offense. So long answer short, like I do think they can on a week to week basis, depending on the opponent, do different things, approach the game differently and highlight specific players based on the matchups they have. I think they are very capable of doing so. We just did our power rankings and uh, we did two through six because we both agreed on the Ravens. Well, we also agreed on Niners at two, but then there was some discrepancy uh, four through six. I did not put the Chiefs in mind, but I'm curious how you rate this Chiefs team. Yeah, I mean, I understand why you wouldn't. They've obviously been a bit uninspiring the last couple of weeks. Um, more than that, honestly, the last like two months, uh, one could argue. And, you know, we just talked about that they are not only – it's not just the receivers. Everyone seems to keep highlighting that over and over again. Um, I think their pass protection is not good enough. And Travis Kelsey, obviously a legend. He's just – he's not the same guy this year. So I'd probably still uh, – let's run through this. I'd probably still put them in the, in the conversation. So let's see. Three right now – I probably go Miami uh four mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Buffalo and then I think five six seven is some order of Dallas Philly uh Kansas City I'll, I'll go that order I'll go Dallas Philly Kansas City mm-hmm. and then you got your Detroits and whatnot right after that but yeah I hear you where Kansas City is is not a top five right now um they have real issues it, it's like we keep waiting for that to fix and it's just it's just mm-hmm. not coming notice Aaron that Dallas was ahead of Philly in those power rankings. Well, he he didn't mention the Eagles in there too. Uh and also I had the same as him, the Dolphins and Bills in that order. Yes. It was very (laughs) close. I have Bills over Dolphins. We're we're talking about hundredth of a point in my power rankings. Like it's not that Yeah. Margin of error, boys and girls. Confidence intervals. I get stuff. Okay. So let's talk about uh, Saturday night. And yes, there's a Saturday night NFL game for those still trying to keep up with schedules. Uh 
Cowboys are six-point favorites at home going up against the Detroit Lions. Yes, the Lions also play indoors for their home ballpark, uh, but I do wonder how much of this line has to do with believing that, okay, when the Cowboys are at home, then they can play like a top three, top two team in the NFL. It's just when they're on the road, the timing is bad, especially when they don't have Tyron Smith. That's certainly a problem. What do you think as far as uh, Cowboys and Lions, how this game will play out? Yeah, I think there probably is some of that reflected in the spread here. Um, I think it's too many points. Uh, you know, Detroit on the road also probably looks similarly, but it's in a dome. So there aren't the issues that come with Jared Goff playing in inclement weather, um, it, which are real. It's not, you know, some, I think at this point it's a large enough sample size that we can take something from that. But the biggest thing for me is the Detroit Lions are a top five football team in the NFL at running between the tackles. And again, we have enough of a sample here. What I'm mentioning now is 200 plus rushing attempts for every team. And the Cowboys are really, really bad at defending the run between the tackles. They're actually not that bad outside. Um, and you saw in the Miami game, like they were okay on some of those runs to the edge, which they like to do a ton. But the Lions with Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, they want to run down your throat. And they want to attack you between the tackles up the middle. That's where the issues with, you know, the Mozzie Smith not coming along super fast as a first-round rookie, losing Jonathan Hankins, etc. And then, of course, the second-level defenders – that's actually been the bigger running defense issue, and that I think is going to be a problem. So I think Dallas probably still finds a way to win, um, but I, I think six points is just too many here. Yeah, I think the Lions, with their ability to run the ball, hopefully can keep this one close. Let's go to Thursday night football. This was at six and a half now already at seven and a half. The Browns' defense should be able to just annihilate Trevor Simeon, right? Like, what are the Jets going for? to do here the i love the flacco stuff just what he's been able to do rooting for him however what does concern me is he's had five interceptions in his last two games so what do you like in this matchup yeah this will be the snippet the soundbite that either play to make fun of me next week or you play to make me look like a genius next week when i come on the <laughs> browns defense yeah in nothing in between the Browns defense is not the best defense in this matchup. It is the New York Jets defense. And I think that as fun as the Joe Flacco experience has been, and it's been amazing, uh, and the Amari Cooper performance was preposterous this past week, um, I, I think this is way too many points. Like I made this a five, five and a half spread. Um, you know, and even I felt like I was kind of going a little bit strongly because of a Thursday. I said, oh, maybe I should do four and a half. And I see it come out, like you said, near a touchdown, now crosses a touchdown. At the same time, yes, the Browns defense is also going to shut down Trevor Simeon uh, and this Jets defense. I have no question about that. But I think it's going to be an extremely low-scoring game. And this Jets defense is going to turn Joe Flacco over multiple, multiple times. They're not going to let him get in some more favorable situations. Um, you know, with a lot of the play-action stuff, it's been working. He's been weirdly kind of mobile and, and elusive at times. That's just that's not going to cut it against this Jets defense. And the last piece is, they're kind of scrambling to find a kicker right now. That little intricacy could come in. You miss an extra point. You miss a field goal. Or you, you don't trust taking a field goal. Maybe if you're at 50-plus and it kind of swings a drive. Um, I, I just think this is way too many points for uh, the Cleveland Browns. He's Brad Spielberger, PFF, here on BetQL Daily, as he is each and every Wednesday. You know, it's interesting. It's something that kind of even grinds my gears a little bit is when some folks talk about how teams are tanking, like midway through the season or week 10 or something like that. Whenever I've looked into it, 
it's usually around now or maybe week 18 when teams start to consider the possibility of losing games on purpose in terms of, you know, having backup personnel and things like that. Do you see it that way? Do you feel like week 17 is around that time and we need to start to use the tanking word to describe uh, some of these losers? And if that's the case, are there some bets that we can place to capitalize on this idea? At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I do. We have a running bit uh, that we say way too early that I think people don't realize we're being ironic. Uh, Like we talked about Bill (laughs) Belichick like six weeks ago. I'm like, guys, Bill Belichick's not losing games on purpose. But uh, it looked that way uh, at times. So (laughs) I agree with you. I I think that when it comes to this point of the season, every single thing is off the table uh, in terms of playoffs, things of that nature. You still, it's very rare, but the biggest one probably is just, hey, we want to get a look at this quarterback and see what we have there. And it's like, okay, Eagles, I think you know what Nate Sudfeld is, but here's Devontae <laughs> Smith. Enjoy the, the top 10 pick that you get 
by losing to Washington. Um, you know, that's a very specific example, but I think the most clear example of tanking may be in the history of the NFL. So the, the one team to me that I, I no longer wonder uh, or I no longer believe is trying to win games is the Washington Commanders. Um, you know, you fire <laughs> oh, a bunch man. of coordinators, but you let Ron Rivera see the whole thing through, which, you know, I get. I, I guess he's kind of carried the franchise through some tough times. But, I mean, he looks uninspired. He looks completely checked out. The team looks checked out. The, the veteran defenders don't want to be there. Jonathan Allen strikes me as a trade candidate. The, the receiver, I mean, Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson aren't doing a whole lot. Like, it's just, I don't think anyone wants to be there and is trying to get out of there. So, it's a massive spread against a Niners team that's coming off, obviously, a tough loss. Um, but but I think that's one to keep an eye on. It's a good thought, though. Like, if you can maybe, maybe watch during the game and see the, the, the emotion or the body language that guys have, maybe look at for some live angles. Um, but I would agree, it's, it's like this week and next week when it really, you see a check-in. Because at the end of the day, there are still a lot of people trying to keep their jobs, trying to get new contracts next year, uh, maybe from other teams, uh, ideally for them. Um, but yeah, th- there are some spots you can probably pick and choose. Yeah, or even like the Raiders, like even if they don't have much to play for, those players I think want to get Antonio Pierce the job, whereas I think the Commanders players collectively pretty much hate Ron Rivera. They're not trying <laughs> to help that guy get anything at this point, except out of the building. Uh, we talked about too many points with the Browns, what are we doing with the Bills? Minus 12? What is this? Like, against the Patriots and this defense, and then you've got Josh Allen and the turnovers? What are you doing here? Yeah, that's the thing, right? We talked about with the Joe Brady, and another winning games, well, the intervention fallacy, and think he's come in and, like, fix this, this Bills offense. It's been, frankly, less efficient than it was uh, with Ken Dorsey. <laughs> and, and, look, yeah, maybe they've they've won more time possession. They've sustained some longer drives. I, I get all that. But it really hasn't, uh, on the sum of its parts, been a better, quote-unquote, offense. You saw the Chargers talk about a team that quit on their coach. Uh, you know, they, they couldn't really do a whole lot against that defense. They gave up 63 points to the Raiders and, and Aiden O'Connell the week prior. So, it probably is too many points. This is a Patriots defense that really flying under the radar is playing phenomenal football. Mm-hmm. Christian Barmore has been a revelation the last couple of weeks. Even some kind of ancillary players like putting Anthony Jennings as their kind of run defending right defensive end, like all these various things they're doing. Um, it's just Bill Belichick. Look, is he a head? Co- is he a great head coach anymore? Maybe he's not as good as he once was. Is he a bad GM? Sure. He is still probably the best defensive coordinator in football. Um, That probably is too many points, too. I'm staying away personally, but I certainly see uh, the angle of, hey, the Bills are not going to cover a 12-point spread right now. Got about a minute to go. Any other bets for this week you like? Yes. So I wanted to bring in a prop bet this week, uh, and that is CeeDee Lamb over seven and a half receptions uh, against the Detroit Lions. They are one of the worst teams in the NFL at defending the slot. Uh, we've talked about that at a couple different angles. Philly struggles with it. The Chargers certainly struggled with it. Uh, and the Lions are right up there. Bottom three in both uh, you know, EPA per dropback, success rate, and also just traditional stats, like just receptions, yards, uh, their bottom five, and all those categories uh, against players that are lined up in the slot. We know CeeDee's going to play about half his snaps there. Even if he plays out wide, I, I don't like a matchup with the Cameron Sutton. With, with some of the outside corners they do have, CeeDee is still much better than those guys. So I think it's going to be high scoring. I mean, Detroit is going to score like I talked about, and I therefore think Dallas is going to be throwing the football pretty much all four quarters, feeling the desire to move the ball through the air, um, and, and I think they will throw to him a, a great deal. So give me CeeDee Lamb over seven and a half. 
I like it. I like it. Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. Happy New Year to new and yours. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's go or hell no, right here on the BetQL Network.